Hello there and welcome to the world according to AJ1. I'm AJ1 and today I'm going to something called the National Achievers Conference. Um, it's a two-day course. I've um, I bought my ticket probably about three months ago now. Um, I'm a little bit excited, a little bit anxious um, and I wanted to share with you guys some of the things that I learned today not only from the presenters, but also from the people who I meet who go to such events. So just the, um, the reason, reason why I'm whispering is because um, Claire and Dylan are still in bed. Um, because it's got a ridiculously early start. Um, it's got some good speakers on, from what I gather. So it's got Gary Vaynerchuk, who I really like. It's got Russell Brand, who I absolutely love as a comedian, but you know National Achievers Conference. I don't know what type of set he's going to do there. Um, it's got uh, Grant Cardone, or Cardone, I don't know how you pronounce it. And uh, I've never seen him before. I've never read any of his books, um, but I believe he's quite uh, inspirational in the property market. Uh, his wife's there, also speaking, and quite a few others. Oh, I think, um, I think. Paul O'Mahony is also there, who's a, a really good um, property developer, or maybe he might be an internet guru. I've read so many of these books, I just can't keep track of them. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to try and uh, speak to you guys after each session. But if it's too frantic, what I might do is just make a load of notes and then um, uh, sort of download my thoughts at the end of the day or after the two-day course. I'll, I'll see how that works out. Um, I'm really hoping that I get something from the day. Um, it was quite expensive. I've got gold membership, and gold membership seems to be pretty standard membership. So there's a bit of marketing going on there. On the lead up to the event, I had a few um, emails saying um, things like get closer to the stars and pay extra and get this platinum ticket and things like that. So there's definitely a lot of marketing going on. So I'm definitely going to take my own snacks because I guess <laughs> they're going to pay for uh, I'm going to pay through the nose for anything today um, it's at Resorts World in Birmingham nice venue lots of um, uh, it, I believe it's uh, a, got a good conference in suite I'm going to get an Uber over uh, one mainly because the parking is so expensive at Resorts World and the NEC um, but two at the end of the day just in case there's sort of um, I don't know like drinks or something like that i could have a drink without you know worrying about my license um my i'm really looking forward to seeing russell brand i was meant to see russell brand um probably back in about 2008 maybe later uh at reading festival and he didn't show up um i was really really gutted so i'm looking forward to seeing him um and I'm really interested in what Gary Vaynerchuk has got to say because he's um, the guy who wrote Crushing It. And that's, um, you know, it's a really good, positive book about going for life, achieving what you want, being different, um, you know, not sort of following the norm. So I'm really looking forward to what he's got to say and all the other speakers as well. But those are my two uh, real sort of the ones I'm looking forward to. Um, I hope that I'll get to speak to you during the day, but if I don't, I'll speak to you once it, all the proceedings are done. Uh, I'll make lots and lots and lots and lots of notes. I've got a, a book that's in the shape of a Super Nintendo. Uh, I've got to just 
pack some snacks um, because they're not provided. And it says wear business smart casual wear and I just don't have any of that stuff. Where I work doesn't need that. So I don't know what I'll end up wearing. Um, probably what I wear to work, which is jeans and <laughs> a jumper. Um, uh, I'm also going to be trying to document how I feel throughout the day as well. See if I feel sold to, see if I feel like it's a valuable event. So hopefully it should be quite a good podcast. Um, I'll speak to you soon. And uh, if it's just snippets, just please bear with me because I'll be trying to sort of grab moments during the day. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hello there. It's uh, the morning after the last day. Uh, I didn't get a chance to actually do any recordings um, while I was there. Actually, I did try and record one, but it uh, it didn't actually work out. So um, I just wanted to record a few uh, thoughts before I actually um, review all of the speakers. So it was um, a bit of a game of two halves, really. The first day... Uh, I didn't really enjoy that much, uh, mainly because the uh, the compare was very pleasant but quite annoying. Um, she um, seemed to laugh at anything and was trying to get a dreary Birmingham crowd excited, which is always going to be a lost cause, but um, it almost switched the crowds off with how enthusiastic she was at pretty much nothing. Um, the first day, again, seemed to be a lot of... Uh, well, it was a surprise to me, because I didn't realise there was going to be so much selling, so selling um, further courses and selling products, so apps and things like that. And so I was a bit disappointed, because obviously I paid money to get there or... Um, I'd got the money to get there and it just seemed like right you're here now to listen to us now pay us money for more courses and I just thought if I pay more money for another course are you just going to sell to me again so it was a bit of, I was quite cynical on the first day the act the well the speakers themselves seemed um, a little arrogant and I understand that they've been successful and I understand that they need to almost uh, purvey their arrogance for um, effect, but it didn't seem to be hitting the mark for me. So on the first day, it was a little bit of a write-off until Russell Brand. Russell Brand was excellent, but I wanted to see Russell Brand from a... uh, comedian point of view rather than a business improvement point of view or a... Um, success and um, well-being uh, point of view and Russell Brand was excellent he really was good he wasn't trying to sell anything although I'm sure he subliminally sold me his books now I want to buy it um, but he was just brilliant he was hilarious it, I was crying with laughter and if it hadn't have been for Russell Brand on uh, the Saturday I wouldn't uh, not Saturday the first day whichever day it was I've, I've lost track of time now I'm, I'm off in the week um, if it wasn't for Russell Brand on the first day I would nef- definitely not have come back on the second day in my mind that's Sunday but it's, I think it's Wednesday and yes my 
So, so my first impressions were not great. Although, what I will say is, like all conferences that I've go to, um, through personal reasons or for work, I met some really nice people, really interesting, really um, intelligent, forward-thinking, positive people, which was really nice. And I think I've probably made a, a, a couple of friends that I'll keep. Um, I don't. I, I won't say for the rest of my life, but. I'll I'll definitely keep in touch with to see how they're getting on because they um added uh, something to the first day. Um now the second day was absolutely fantastic. I don't know what it was that they hadn't got on the first day that they had on the second because it was still um pitches by business people. Um and they were selling things but they were much better, and also giving content as well, so actually giving something that you could take away. The first speaker seems to seem to be alluding to the fact that they could tell you something or give you something, and then offering a course to tell you that thing. On the second day, it was more about um, uh, here's a good chunk of knowledge, um, is a is a good um, piece of information, and if you want more, then come to my course. And pay a grand for it, or two grand, or five grand, or one of them was like forty grand. It just felt a lot more slick. It, it felt more professional, and some of the speakers were absolutely amazing, really inspirational. Even though um, I didn't actually sign up to any of their courses, it's made me want to go back next year to uh, listen to more speakers. I've signed up to a, a course called um, The Millionaire Mind by a guy called T. Harvecker. He wasn't there, but I've read his book, uh, The Millionaire Mindset, and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. And I was really chuffed because I had to spin a uh, like a, a wheel of fortune, and I managed to get VIP access for half price. So I got um, a course that should have been four hundred pound. Actually, no, it, it it should have been four hundred pound. It was two hundred on the day, so I actually paid ninety nine pound for VIP access, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, so and I just going. I caught the bug. So on the first day, I was thinking, I doubt I'll be back. On the second day, um, all of the speakers just really, really impressed me. And I'll in the next section, I'll be going through. Um, I'm going to go through all the speakers, including the the first days, just so you can um, hear what they're talking about. Um, but it was the second day that really left me thinking, okay, that that was well worth coming. That was well worth the money. That was well worth two days off work away and that was well worth um two days away from my wife and children uh it was worth um all of that time sitting down because it feels like you're you're at a massive cinema because you're just watching it's very passive um so the second day really 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 positive i came out i was just sold and um i was like fuck me if, if i'd have um only come on the one day, I'd never have come back to uh, one of these events. And by the end of the second day, I was thinking, right, I'm definitely coming next year and I've got to get some friends to come. I've already texted them to say, are you coming with me next year? Uh, so really, really positive. Um, what I'll do on the next section is I'll um, give you a brief overview of each of the um, the, the speakers 
some of the ones I won't go into too much detail just because there wasn't really much there to go on and I don't want to give you tips that they've not given with my view of it so I'll try to make sure that I actually add some value and tell you what I'm thinking on the ones that I've actually got something from uh, right I'll speak to you um, in a bit which will probably be in a second in podcast world but it'll probably be in a day or so after I've written up my notes bye Fucking hell, I sounded knackered in that last section. Um, so I've woken up a bit now, and uh, I'm going to do what I've just said, but I'm going to try and say it with a bit more action, because I sounded fucking tired. So, without further ado, uh, the first speaker that came on was Sophia the Robot. She was, as she sounds, a robot, um, artificial intelligence um, she gave Russell Brand some good ammunition of the evening because he was saying, you know, how fit she was and, you know, why did they make her attractive and not some fat old guy from Wolverhampton going, I'm the future of AI. <laughs> so he <laughs> he got some um, use out of her. Uh, it was a little creepy. Uh, you could see that they were trying to gear up people to accept um, the um, the concept of AI and the fact that, uh, robots will be doing some of the more menial tasks um, and more number crunching tasks and more uh, technical tasks um, that the humans won't be. I've thought about this for quite some time and um, I think all the conferences I've been to that have mentioned AI have all said, <clears throat> right, it's okay because you can do the more softer skills, the more um, emotive, emotional things, rather than the technical things. So you can use your time to think rather than to do. And I guess that was okay. I mean, it didn't make me feel like, um, so, you know, it's called the National Achievers Conference. I don't, I mean, obviously they've achieved something by creating this working robot. Um, but. I didn't really get much more from the fact that it was more of a novelty than anything else. Next was Sandy Jadeja, or Jadeja. They call him Mr. Sandy. He was, um, or he is, a um, a financial market strategist. He's, um, he's an international trading educator type person. He was, uh, he was okay. He started off with um, selling quite a bit of fear about the fact that we are heading for a, a market crash very soon. He was saying that um, people um, in doing everyday jobs are slaves and they don't, uh, the riches don't tell you about um, the way to make money because they need uh, people to be slaves. And I'm guessing, you know, if I think about that in context of just hearing Sophia the robot, I was thinking, well, couldn't they use the robots for the slaves? Why do they need us? Um, but he was um, his main pitch was about um, creating your own economy, and he also um, and this creating your own economy turns out was about spread betting, and I think he was referring to currency spread betting on currency. Now, as an ex gambling addict, I'm not interested in that. I I gave it a quick go when I got home on a demo mode on a um, spread betting account. And even on the demo mode, I was getting the gambling energy. So I thought, fuck this. I'm not going to do any more of that. Thanks, Mr. Sandy, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I also saw him on the second day. He did an extra bonus bit. He magically got to rearrange his flight. 
uh, to do an extra bit of uh, <coughs> selling, but um, you know he was offering extra content. I didn't really like his approach because he was saying, "Oh, we've all had the, a chat bit backstage, and we don't think that this crowd has got the drive or the energy." I'm thinking, well, you know, we're here to be motivated by you. So if we haven't got the drive or the energy, maybe that's your fault, not ours. Um, but I think it was just a a, um, a boiler room selling tactic where he was like, oh, you're going to miss out. And, you know, I can tell you the secret. And part of me, he was probably the bit that switched me off the most on the first day because I was thinking, if, you're, if you've got such a good way of making money, why are you standing in Birmingham having a go at Birmingham people about um, not being driven when you could be at home doing your one two or two numbers into an app at nine o'clock at night that makes you millions. So I was a bit disappointed with him and maybe he shouldn't have been the first speaker of the day because he he, he probably switched me off for the next ones. Um, after that, there was a, a woman called Angela Middleton. She's like a, um, a fitness guru. I mean, I've got to be honest, she looked absolutely stunning for her age she was like 58 but you you'd have thought she was in her uh, mid 30s um she hadn't got much energy considering that she was advocating such a healthy lifestyle but i took away a few bits from her um mainly um you could sort of um that you should be drinking lots of water getting lots of sleep uh doing exercise you know some typ- typical things um you know 10,000 steps a day um Record your food intake on MyFitnessPal, which is a good app. I've I've used that in the past. And you should also be doing some journaling and goal setting because she was saying basically what you focus on comes about. So it was pretty standard self-help stuff. She was okay. Um, Better to look at than to listen to, I'm afraid. Um, God, that's not on a Me Too moment. Um, Next was uh, a guy called... Who was it? Uh, a guy called Clemen Chang. He was really energetic. So after Angela, who had very low energy, he was like the the antithesis of of her. She um, he was very um, you know he walked out. Hey, you guys, you know, very sort of. He was a Singaporean doctor, I believe, and he was there just going for it, and he was getting us all to nudge our neighbours and say, hey. Crypto is the next thing, or you know, whatever he was telling us at the time. He gets to nudge our, um, our person next to each other. Uh, it was good at the start. It was novel at the start. But by the end of it, you're just thinking, just fucking get on with it. Tell us what you're going to do and sell us this course or whatever. You know, just get over it yourself. Um, he talked about um, the way that I think he's got some piece of software that it, I think he was either trying to sell or he was trying to promote. Uh, and it basically... Um, looks at it reverse engineers um, selling in the marketplace so it can tell you um, you can see when Warren Buffett is selling stock or you can see when Warren Buffett or somebody famous like that is um, buying stock so you can follow um, big players in the market and he was talking about the fact that most um, big billionaires or millionaires have um, an, an edge over the normal investor, so that they get the information first. They either buy in lots or sell lots, and then the rest of the market, that's me and you, private investors, we pick up the crumbs later. And by the time we're picking up the crumbs, it's too late. So we'll see the spike. It will spike. 
Warren Buffett will get out just as we're getting in. He's got his profit and then we're left there maybe with a loss or maybe with not so much of a profit. He was good. Um, he was a good speaker. I didn't buy his course, but yeah, it, it was what it was. Right, who else was there on that day? So I mentioned Russell Brand. He was brilliant. He was talking about his 12-step um, um, recovery so he's t- taken the 12 steps like in Alcoholics Anonymous and he's made them his own so that was quite interesting so it, um, it was nice to hear his take on that um, which was pretty much um, you know so uh, in, in the 12 steps you have to you know they call it auditing the problem and his take on it was ask yourself the question are you a bit fucked um, and then the second um, step is um is there a power greater than ourselves and he says yeah that could be interpreted as could you not be a bit fucked and then three is there someone bigger than you that cares for you and this is, he was referring to god even though he was saying that you know you don't have to have religion for it and he says um are you on your own or are you going to unfuck yourself you know unfuck yourself so uh, he was talking about that, and he was really, really funny. Really connected with the crowd straight away. He he called the compare who I didn't really like. Um, he, yeah, as he walked out, thank you, random woman. And um, he also made me chuckle because uh, he was referring to when he met the Dalai Lama, and he said his um, his best friend who was driving him there said, "Come on, or we'll be late to meet Daryl Lama," which I thought was hilarious. Daryl Lama, anyway. Uh, so that was day one. Um, so Russell Brand saved the day. Um, it was uh, there was so many people. So if you go into one of these conferences, make sure that you take a packed lunch because everybody from the NEC, which is where it was, so it's now called the Genting Arena, piled in to um, all of the coffee shops, burger shops, everything in uh, the actual. Um, Resorts world itself. So you couldn't get any food. I sat down in um, Valerie Patisserie because it was the only place that was empty. And uh, they'd only got one chef on. So it was going to be half an hour. And I wanted to get back to hear the speaker. So basically, take a packed lunch. Take lots of snacks. That's my big recommendation from day one. And always go and see Russell Brand. Because even though he wasn't doing a stand-up show, he had me crying. It was hilarious. So, uh, the next day... Um, up early to see Sandy again. You know the guy with the uh, the spread betting. He was having a go at us. Thanks for that. Um, I wasn't overly impressed with the content that he gave that morning. Um, and then we got into the really good speakers. And this was, I think, the, probably after him. The ter- this was the turning point for the event for me. Um, so the first guy who came on was called um, Paul O'Mahony. I mentioned that he was a property expert. He's not a property expert. He's a digital marketing expert. Um, but I'd read his book around about the time when I was investigating property. So this was a really good one um, around digital marketing. He was excellent. He was funny. He was charming. He got the fact that people didn't really want to be sold to, even though he had a job to do to sell a course. He talked about Twitter marketing and the way that you can target people by their age, their income, their sexual preference. You know, you can pretty much target down to your personal buyer on Twitter marketing and the um you know for very little money and he was also saying don't just focus on selling your own product sell say i don't know 
if you're into um, Richard Branson, sell Richard Branson products to people who are into Richard Branson. So use uh, you can use Twitter to actually um, uh, target followers of different people. So he was really on about Twitter marketing, Facebook ads. Uh, he got us all to stand up and go, tweet, tweet, ching, cha-ching, or tweet, tweet, cha-ching. There, yeah, that was it. Uh, and he just got a lot of energy. He was funny. He was engaging. Um, it's made me re- um, pick up his book because I stopped his book. And I remember why I stopped his book. Um, because he does a lot of lists in the book. And I find when I'm listening to audio books, people who do lists, I find myself switching off and almost becoming um, hypnotised by the list. So I've re-picked um, his book up on Audible and now I play it at one and a half speed and it's actually made me less likely to fall asleep at the wheel and uh, it's really interesting. A lot of the stuff that he covered um, on the day was in the book and I didn't sign up to his course but he was probably the one I was most tempted by. Next, Ty Lopez. I'd never heard of Ty Lopez he turns out he's like a really big social media star, he, but he also has, um, uh, he's like one of these guys who sort of buys up businesses and uh, t- puts them online, he spots um, gaps in markets. He had a really interesting story about the fact that um, an, a big mountain in Beverly Hills, some prime real estate, because nobody showed up to the auction, There was a, it was sold for $100,000 when it should be worth, I don't know, Ten million dollars. It was, you know, a, a real gap in the market that no one was looking at the time. And he said, if you look for trends and work smart, then you can pick up those bargains. So that was really interesting. Um, he also did a review of people's websites at the end, and there was a brummy bloke there who, who'd got like a, a boxing website, and uh, he was having a bit of banter with him. So that was good, and uh, he, he he really seemed to know his stuff. So people were shouting out at him. He commented the fact that um, <clears throat> the British audiences are a lot more subdued than um, in America. But he said that's not a bad thing. He said, you know, they can just you know cheer at the the opening of uh, a can of pop. Where whereas in England, you know, we, we need to be sort of you know they they need to push us if they want us to be motivated. Because I think a lot of these American um, speakers thrive off the energy of the crowd as well. But he was good. Um, he he offered a his course was something to do with like um checking your website out and and making it fit for business and also having some mentoring from him personally it seemed okay but it didn't sell to me because it was quite an expensive course so i just thought nah forget that right next eleanor cardone so she's the wife of grant cardone and uh the her her chat was um very much based around how much she supported her husband they have a joint vision he lets him she lets him go out and do deals and doesn't question why he's working so much because they know that they want this uh, billion dollar empire and they know that they've got to work towards it and she sort of you know did some talking around how they got together and how she uh, you know if grant calls her and says I can't make it because make the, the our child's birthday party she doesn't go to the kids oh your dad's not showing up she goes guess what good news your dad is um he's going to throw another party just for you and him and so it turns some of the negative things that while they're doing business into um 
uh, you know, positives. So she was. Re- I, I thought she was. She was quite good. When I saw her on the bill, I just thought, um, you know, as he just took his wife along to uh, see Britain, but it, it, she was actually a really, really good, positive um, speaker. So next, the, then the, these were the headliner acts that I'm going to talk about next. This was um, Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, that people call him Gary V. So Grant Cardone came out, and I was expecting, or I was preparing myself not to like him, because I've heard that he's quite arrogant, he's bolshy, he's, you know, a bit of a dick. And uh, he came out, and instantly I liked him. I don't know whether it was because his wife had uh, geared me up for him and, and showed his uh, almost his softer side. But um, she introduced him, and he came out, and he got a big flag with 10x, and his book is called 10x, which is basically you've got to do 10 times everything to achieve, you know, one times everything, you know, the, the principle that if you shoot for the moon, you might hit the stars. No, if you shoot for the stars, you might hit the moon. And um, he was just really a ball of energy. He'd got flags, 10x, you know, can I get it? If anybody wants money, can I get a 10x? You know, that type of guy, really good. Everybody was shouting on the feet. And I was up myself. I was there. I was, um, you know, I, a cynic from the black country was up cheering whooping shouting 10x and i don't know what he did i don't know whether he yeah you know, the the pumped some uh you know mdma into the air but I, I was you know dancing along thinking it was the best thing since sliced bread um i'm not sure that he actually told me any more than i already know so he was on about the fact that you know money um is just an exchange for goods and services he was showing how you he, he got a um he gave a woman a hundred dollars out of his pocket just because she um give him a word when he was trying to think of the word um so she he, he said do you want a flag or do you want a hundred dollars and she gave him a hundred dollars she asked for the hundred dollars um and then uh he was talking about brave art was his favorite film and uh one of the crowd shouted freedom and he said right you can come up here on stage you've got the guy up put his uh and he got a grant cardone 10x hat on and he signed it for him and had a hug and a quick photograph really sort of a lot of energy he was you know trying to get um us rolled up and he he really did what else did he do he um yeah so he showed how money works by giving asking all the people on the front row what they did for a living and then giving them 50 pound and then making the next one pay 50 pound for their service and 50 pound for their service and basically saying money is more valuable while you're using it if you lock it away, it's less valuable. So he was saying, if you've got money in the bank, then you you don't believe in yourself to make money. And uh, he said, you should be spending on marketing right now. You should be, um, you know, you shouldn't be holding it back. You should be promoting your brand and making sales. So he was a real big selling person. I enjoyed him, and uh, I'm going on Audible next time. I'm going to buy um, his book, which is 10x. So. Whatever he did, it worked. Did I get much knowledge out of him? I'm not sure. He, again, he was selling the course, but he 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 he. It seemed like he added a lot of value, and maybe I just got swept up in in the energy. Right, finally, Gary V. Now he's the complete opposite to Grant Cardone. He um he just stood there with his hands in his pockets, very 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 chilled. And I really liked him. He's instantly likable. He is honest. He comes across as 
caring for the people that were there. He he, he stood in front and he said, look, I've, I've got a question to ask you all. Why uh, are you here to see me? And um, someone shouted, we love you. And he said, okay, well, thanks for loving me. But if you're here for any content, I haven't got any more content to give you. I've published a, um, a 50 page PowerPoint deck on the internet that's absolutely free that you can go and download which has got everything that i'm going to tell you right now he said there's i'll, I'll do free youtube videos every week which is which will cover the things that i'm talking about right now i've written a book which you can get on audible for 7.99 you can download it for free um from you know a pirate site so i don't understand why you're here to see me he said i'm really flattered and honored but i don't understand why you're here to see me and uh, so he, he did his talk. He's basically talking about selling um, via social media. He's saying have a presence. Um, make sure that you um, tailor your, you know, he said you need to be putting out, you know, building a brand of yourself. So putting pieces of content out two or three times a day. You want to start uh, going on to things like LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, um, Facebook, social media, everything just get out there and and keep pushing yourself out there because that's how he built his empire. He started as a um a wine blogger or vlogger and basically just his um online presence sort of exploded. He he became um I think he, he he's a sports promoter now and he's also a um I think he's got uh, uh trainers. I think he he manufactures trainers. And he's also, you know, flies around the world doing these massive sort of conferences. Um, this morning I saw he was in Dubai. So obviously he travels around the world doing lots of stuff, which is fantastic for him. Um, for, for his last part, so it seemed like he was on um, quite quickly. For his last part, he got two cues um, in the crowd um, to speak to him. So basically just ask him anything. So he had people giving him wine and um, one guy had written him a rap because he's into rap music. But then some guy would say, um, you can get something that can um, post on all social media at the same time. Should I do it? He went, no, don't do that. Tailor your message to the social media that you're on, which was a good tip because I've been thinking about using Hootsuite, which does exactly that. Um, He was saying, you know, uh, be... Uh, if you've got like lots of different um, business ideas, focus on one um, and promote that and don't interlink them. So he said, if you're doing a podcast, don't think about your business. So, you know, while I'm in the past, I've been thinking about this podcast as a way of, I don't know, selling my book, maybe. Um, but he was saying, by, if I'm selling my book, then I'll be thinking about the book sales rather than thinking about adding good content to the listeners. So that I learned a bit from there. He was saying, you know, just if if you keep putting out good free content, then people will come to you naturally, rather than forcing um, free content that kind of links to your book or your uh, your business. He said that won't work. He said you really need to be um, focusing on the one thing that you're doing at the time, which I thought was really really good positive advice. He um, he also said. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, you need a social media presence now. He said, if you sell concrete, you need to do a a, a day, um, uh, like be posting pictures every day of your staff making concrete, 
uh, posting about the different types of concrete, but also posting buildings and how many how much concrete might have been used in it, giving people all these facts and content. So it's not contrived. So you're not just going right today. I'm going to sell you a load of shit just out of the blue. What he's saying is actually promote um, yourself. So by the time that you do come to sell something, people already know you, and you haven't got to go through that dating stage, and and you're not just sort of, you know pulling your pants down at the start of the date you're actually sort of wooing the person into um liking you or not so so that was uh that was gary v he was excellent um i've started following him on linkedin so something worked for me there um as i said make sure that uh so i'm gonna go next year because richard branson's there next year robert kiyosaki he's rich dad poor dad i've mentioned him a few times um in podcasts and books and stuff like that um and tony um tony robinson no not tony robinson that's the bloke of time team what's his name tony 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 what is his name unlimited success guy he's massive tony damn it hmm what the hell tony robbins so it sounds like Tony Robinson. That would have been a yeah. I'm, he's a he's a really good speaker. If you're interested in that type of stuff, and you want to get a flavour of what I went to on a smaller scale, um, go onto Netflix and have a look at um, I'm Not Your Guru, by and it's about Tony Robbins. Um, they are self help gurus, and yeah, you know, a lot of it's around, you know almost you know, fire walking and you know overcoming your demons and forgetting the past and stuff like that you can't i can't help but get caught up in that i know it's not everybody's cup of tea and i wasn't expecting to get caught up in it to the point where i signed up to that millionaire mind but you know what there's one of the i think it was grant cardone who said enthusiasm is free and if you don't use it then why not and i think that's the bit that i sort of really took away I, I think those guys whether they're geared up for selling or not they're still enthusiastic about it and that energy comes across if you meet somebody who's like mm, like the first half of this podcast me being a boring bastard um you know i feel like this second half of me describing the the acts has probably been a bit more positive so maybe that's where um uh, i need to learn some lessons around being positive about people and um and I don't know selling myself and not being ashamed of selling myself. He said, "People are oh, that's it, Gary V. This is really good, and it, this is good for anybody who um, has a social media account and is worried about trolls and things like that." He said, "If you get a troll that writes um, something bad and it really, really upsets you, that's because you've placed too much value on the likes and the positive compliments." And I thought, "Yeah, that's pretty big." So what you're doing is. You can't take a negative because you, you've um, you've had so much positivity. And he said, if someone trolls you, if someone puts a compliment, say thank you, but don't give too much meaning to it. And if someone um, gives you a negative trolling comment, just write underneath, go fuck yourself. I'm going to leave it there. And uh, <laughs> um, so I've been AJ1. This has been one of the longest podcasts i think and it's uh, been a two-day conference called 
the National Achievers uh, Congress by Success Resources. I'll definitely be going next year. Oh, I just want to say, um, I've met quite a few positive people at um, this um, event. And uh, one of them, we've become accountability buddies, which if you haven't heard of that phrase, it's basically you just keep asking if you're keeping focused on your goals and things like that. He lives in London. He's a young chap. Um, and he's very positive. In fact, if I was like him when I was um, his age, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd definitely be a millionaire by now. Um, but what I'd say is a lot of these events are not just about the speakers. It's about the networking. It's about the contacts. It's about the people that you meet. I've been AJ1. I have a good um, week and I'll speak to you soon. Lots of love. Um, I'm just sitting here with Dylan and I just wanted to um, say that um, that's his toy that you can hear in the background, not new background music for the podcast. Um, hello, mate. Um, I just wanted to say that while I was there, um, I really got inspired. Um, so even though I didn't necessarily love all the speakers, being around the people who were positive and, you know, these guys who are like sort of, you know, shouting at you to get motivated, I came back and it's really made me sort of focus on what I can do for myself to achieve what I want to achieve in life. So I guess... The the moral of the story is, even if you go and you don't like the speakers, you'll probably get something out of it anyway. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that before I, I published it live. Right, speak to you soon. Bye.